Good morning, everybody. It is lovely to be with you this morning. I hope you are all well. So this morning, I'm going to be continuing our series on the kingdom of God is like. and I'm going to be talking to you about the parable of the Good Samaritan. So if you have your Bibles with you, then please turn to uh, Luke chapter 10, verse 30. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll just give you a quick overview of of what's going on. So Jesus is stood in front of a big crowd and in the crowd there is a priest who is challenging him. He says, Jesus, who is my neighbour? And so Jesus' response is this parable. And he says, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levi, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came to where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. So I'm just going to stop us there for a second and talk about what's just happened. So there's the Jewish man has been robbed and beaten and left on the side of the road, and along comes a Jewish priest who sees the man and he has a decision to make. He can either pass by on the other side of the road and leave the man where he is, or he can help the man, but this would make him ceremonially unclean. And so he decides to pass by on the other side of the road. Next along comes a Levi, who has this same decision to make, help the man and become ceremonially unclean, or pass by on the other side of the road. And so he too decides to pass by on the other side of the road. Now, the third person to come along is a Samaritan. Now, Samaritans and Jews had this conflict going on over where they thought God should be worshipped. The Samaritans thought God should be worshipped here. The Jews thought God should be worshipped here. And this conflict was, you know, it meant that Samaritans and Jews didn't talk, let alone help each other. However, Jesus describes the Samaritan as having this feeling of compassion or pity towards the Jewish man who has been robbed and beaten. And compassion and pity, they have a very similar meaning. The meaning is um, a, a deep sadness for the suffering of others and a desire to help or take action. And so that's what he does. As we read chapter, chapter 10, obviously, um, <laughs> verse 34 and 35, says, Jesus said that he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. When I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you have. So here we see Jesus is describing the Samaritan man in the story to act on these feelings of compassion. He doesn't just feel them, he acts on them. And similarly, in a number of occasions in the Gospels, Jesus is described as having these feelings of compassion towards the people in the crowd after a long day of teaching or whenever it might have been. He had compassion for the people in the crowd. And so he went into the crowd and he served in whatever way he could, healing the sick and the lame and the blind or doing whatever it was, whatever needed to be done. And, you know, Jesus is a king and yet he came to earth to serve us to serve all peoples of all nations. And so Jesus is 
describing the Samaritan man as having these feelings of compassion and acting on them. Um, you know, he, the Samaritan man would, would also have become ceremonially unclean for helping, helping the man who's been beaten. He would also be putting himself at risk because this is clearly a dangerous place. So, you know, there's, there's all these things to consider. The cultural differences as well. And yet he chooses to help, he chooses to help the, uh, the Jewish man. You know, he puts, he puts compassion above religious observance, which is another point which Jesus is making, which is so important. So we read on verse 36 and 37 say, which of these do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus said, go and do likewise. Now, this is our commission. This is, Jesus is telling us to go and do likewise. He's not just telling the priest or the crowd. He's telling us, go and do as the Samaritan did. In the in the parable, he's answering the question of who is my neighbour? He's saying that our neighbour can be anyone. I think he uses the example of a Samaritan man helping a Jewish man because, because of this conflict going on, these two people couldn't be more different. And yet Jesus has the Samaritan man in the story help the Jewish man, therefore showing that your neighbour can be anyone. And I think that Paul... Paul, in his letter to the Galatians, Galatians 3, verse 28, I believe, says that there is neither slave nor free nor um, Jew nor Greek nor male nor female. All are equal in the eyes of God. And I think this is backing up Jesus' point that um, that we are all each other's neighbour. We are all equal in the eyes of God. Um, you know, we, we have an inheritance to live and love and serve in the way that Jesus did. So my thoughts uh, while, I was, while I was praying and um, listening to what God wanted me to say through this parable, um, I had this song on in the background called The Voice of God, and it's, it's this great song. I'd recommend it to, to anyone. Uh, and it's about how you, you can hear the voice of God in, in all things. You know, you can hear the voice of God in creation or in, in the quietness of a field or in the busyness of the streets. You can hear the voice of God anywhere. But I want to focus on this busyness of the streets because it's so easy for us to get caught up in our own busyness, in the busyness of our own lives, especially at the moment with lockdown where we're not allowed to see many people. We're not allowed to go out, really. When um, We're not allowed to go over to see each other for dinner, you know, it's all of these things that we're not allowed to do and haven't been able to do for the past year or so. Um, and amongst these, it's so easy for us to withdraw into ourselves and get caught up in our own lives. But God is saying, no, don't do that. Um, you know, you need to pay attention to what is going on around you, the, the needs of the people around you, as the Samaritan did. Um, and yeah, and I, I think... Yeah, it's so important to remember that our agenda isn't the most important thing. It is that we are showing the voice of God in our everyday lives and the things that we do. I think another thing that's important to remember is that your phone call or your text or your walk with someone, it can be like that, that oil and wine poured onto the wounds of the Jewish man. You know, it, it can be 
your representation of the Samaritan in the story, because it's not just physical wounds that we are talking about. It's not just physical wounds that this can be applied to. You know, it can be mental health or emotional um, upset. You know, it's it's all these things that your your time, your just a thought or just a message, just a phone call, it can be such, it can make such a difference to someone. I think it's so important to remember that. And so just to finish off, just to summarise, um, I think that the kingdom of God is like peoples of all nations, of all tribes and of all tongues, taking time to come together and to serve each other just as Jesus served. So thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope to see you soon. I miss you all.